Hello, and welcome to the EKU School of Business 5Q series. I'm Mike Hawksley, and I'll be your host for today. In this 5Q podcast series, we have a chance to get to know our colleagues, our students, our graduates, and all of our friends of EKU Business. We have a chance to hear from people who believe in EKU, from people who have a dream and find a way to realize that dream, and to hear from seasoned business professionals. And with this opportunity, we want to engage our students and our future students and all of our stakeholders to give some insight on what goes on behind the scenes inside the School of Business. We want these interviews to act as an oral history, describing what went on in years past, what we're working on today, and what we hope for the future. But first, this podcast is brought to you by the Eastern Kentucky University School of Business, housed in the beautiful Business and Technology Center on EKU's main Richmond campus, the EKU School of Business, graduating the most coveted business students in the region. Our undergraduate and graduate degree programs have produced global leaders and innovators. Are you the next great business leader? It's a great day to be a colonel, a business colonel. Thanks, Allison. It is indeed a good day to be a colonel. And now, before we start, a salute to those that serve in the past, present, and future. Colonel's orders. Fire the cannon. And now, let's get on with our five Qs. We're here today with Dr. Tom Erickson. Hello, Dr. Erickson. Thanks for being with us. Hi, Mike. It's great to be here. We'd like to get to know you a little better, and to that end, I'd like to ask you a few questions. Sounds good. First, we'd like to know a little about your background. Where did you grow up, and where did you go to school? Well, uh, I grew up in the Chicago suburbs, Aurora, Illinois. I did my undergraduate work at Northern Illinois University, about 40 miles from home. And when I was a senior in college, I, I kind of fell in love with college. Actually, I'll step back and say I really didn't like high school. I was not a very good student in high school, and I didn't start college till I was 21. I worked construction with my father, and so actually I'm a journeyman carpenter in addition to all of these academic skills that I have. But as a senior in college, uh, I was walking across campus, and I said, man, I love learning. I love this environment. How do I get a job here? I went to one of my faculty members, a guy, Jack Comer, Dr. Jack Comer, and it was there, I, my undergrads in industry and technology department, and Jack said, you got to get a doctorate. So got my grades up to 3.0 so I could get into grad school, went to the University of Illinois for master's and doctorate, and then uh, was back on the faculty at Northern Illinois three and a half years later. Very good. Uh, tell me, how did you come to be part of the EKU family? Well, that's uh, that, it's probably a good story. I've had a very different type of career. I've done lots of things. My academic background is really in a career in technical education. I've worked at uh, multiple universities, uh, places like the University of Illinois and the University of Maryland at College Park. But uh, I had a shift in career focus about... Um, uh, 14 years ago, where I became dean of a college of business and technology. And my academic background is from the technology side, and I was one of the first and perhaps the first dean to lead an accredited business school who did not have a business as academic background. And so I was very successful there. I came in. I learned all about business and business accreditation. I love it. Uh, gained the confidence of the faculty. And I'll, I'll say this, Mike, when I went to the University of Maryland, I followed a department chair who had been department chair for 27 years. 
My next career move was to Bowling Green State University in Ohio. That was my first dean's position. And I followed a dean who'd been in 25 years. So consequently, I have very strong feelings that leaders, academic leaders, should be in a position five to 10 years. Five years for stability. You know, in higher ed, if we have churn, nothing happens. It seems like you can't get traction. So you need about a five-year stretch for stability. But 10 years is about the max. At that point, the leader needs new challenges and the unit needs new vision and, and the like. It doesn't mean the person isn't doing well, but it's time to, to but make a, some But change. a new kind of enthusiasm, a new set of ideas. You've got it. You've got it. So yeah, I've been at Western Illinois as Dean of Business and Technology for eight years. I saw that EKU was looking for a Dean of a College of Business and Technology, a very, a very similar unit. I really felt that the timing is right. But more importantly, uh, I, I made the interview, but more importantly was when I was interviewing with the provost, uh, Dr. Jana Weiss, who was a former associate dean of the, of the College of Business and Technology, I asked her what the best thing about the university was, and she told me it was our people. And that has resonated with me from that time forward. Mike, that's what attracted me to EKU, the people, and it's proven over and over again. I've now been here five and a half years, uh, so uh, no more than four and a half more, uh, but uh, we got wonderful people here, and it's a it's a great place. Third question: What is the number one school of business issue or opportunity you'd like to see addressed? Well, it obviously has to be faculty resources. Uh, we have gone through some really challenging times as an institution and as a state, and we are now. We actually are facing some demographic challenges uh, with the, the, when the birth rate dropped a few years ago, about five years out, there'll be about a 10% drop in the number of high school graduates in Kentucky. So those are, those are big challenges. The state's challenges uh, meeting pension liabilities have impacted the state aid to the university. All of that leads itself to the need for more faculty. As a school of business, we have grown student numbers six years in a row, an average of 5%. It's an enormous growth that we've had. Our classes are large. We've added chairs and tables. We've converted classrooms to large computer labs to increase flow through of students so that we can address the large numbers of students. But frankly, we need more faculty and, and qualified faculty. I think that's the biggest challenge is finding the right faculty, the right mix. And then Then, of course, our challenge is being able to be competitive with salaries, and that's another challenge at EKU. We just just don't have a great history of being as competitive. At the same time, I have to say, the faculty that we have are first rate. We've been able to retain great faculty, and we're still getting the job done of changing students' lives for the better. Very good. Tell me, what new and interesting business projects are you currently working on? Probably the most interesting thing from my view is, is our international outreach efforts. Uh, in fact, this week we have a delegation from Baoding University in Baoding, China. Uh, I have personally have made five trips to China in the last uh, year and a half to build partnerships and alliances with Chinese universities to attract Chinese students to EKU. I'd like to see about 100 Chinese students uh, studying business at EKU on an annual basis and an ongoing basis. And the reason, there are multiple reasons, as I mentioned a few minutes ago, we have this demographic issue in Kentucky. We need more students. 
So adding 100 Chinese students would be great for the bottom line, tuition-paying students, out-of-state tuition-paying students. But just as important is the interaction that our Kentuckians get with international students. This is a global economy. The future economy will be driven globally. Kentuckians will continue to work globally with people of different races, ethnic backgrounds, and the like. The sooner they get exposure to and experience with international students, it will benefit our Kentucky students. At the same time, the Chinese are selling a lot of products in the U.S., and there's some very large Chinese-owned companies in Kentucky. GE Appliance by Hire. Hire is the largest appliance manufacturer in the world. It's a Chinese company. They bought GE Appliance from General Electric. They are putting uh, several hundred million dollars into expansion. You know, we would like to, to make certain that our Kentuckians understand how the Chinese operate, their business practices, and the like. So this interaction, I think, will be exciting. We already have visiting scholars from China. We'd love to have our faculty go to China. This exchange, I think, will do nothing but globalize the School of Business at EKU. I think on one hand, at, at the macro level, uh, we're talking about international relations, and we're talking about global companies. But in the micro, we're talking about individual students who get to meet and work alongside of other individual students and be exposed to the language and the culture and the diversity at the micro, I think, is exciting. I think that's being able to take our students into a situation where they would not have been comfortable before and just do it to the point that, that they start to feel like this is the way it's supposed to be. Yep. Uh, very good point. It is both macro and micro, no doubt about it. Uh, they just find out that people are good. Pe- there are good people everywhere in the world. And it's good to do business with good people that you can trust. Last question. From your perspective, what does the future hold for the EKU School of Business and for her graduates? Well, the School of Business is, is, as I always say, Jack Dyer, one of our former accounting faculty members, at his retirement, he said, we change lives for the better. And it's not just lives for the better, but the families of our graduates' lives for the better. And we continue to do that. We will do that forever. But I've added to that saying that we launch exciting careers I continue to be amazed at the success of our students. I'm not amazed based on their education, but the types of positions that they hold, the impact that they have on the bottom line of the companies, the entrepreneurs that start new businesses, and it's the breadth of experience. Our graduates are able to uh, launch that career in eastern Kentucky or central or southern Kentucky, or they can launch that career in Chicago or New York or San Francisco or Beijing or London it's just amazing what a person can do with an EKU business degree. There's just no stopping that person career-wise. You know, the sky's the limit. And that's what I see the future really holds for our graduates. Exciting careers, using the knowledge and skill and the social, the soft skills also, that they like with the international students that they gain here, they'll be able to put it to use the rest of their lives. I've heard it said before that we stand on the shoulders of giants. And along those lines, we talk about being able to bring a college education to one member of of a family, and we elevate that family, and we elevate it forever. That a rising tide lifts all ships, and once that family is raised up, then it's much easier for the next person and the next person to go to school and the next person. So, And that's that's exactly right, Mike. Uh, I personally am a first-generation college student. My sister went to college before I did, but I'm a first-generation college student. At EKU, we're still probably about 35% of our new students are first generation. That means no one in the prior generation went to college. 
we are changing those family lives forever. I'm, I might note it's, it's almost kind of like, if you know Dr. Alan Engel on our faculty, he's a third-generation EKU professor. Both his father and grandfather were professors here. And so you can see the change in that family that education did as it goes from generation to generation, but it had to start somewhere with his grandfather. The same thing with Kentuckians. Those who are the first generation in their generation to get a degree, it changes their lives, but their descendants have increased opportunities for education and success, launching that wonderful career. Well, Dr. Erickson, thanks for being here. We appreciate you spending time with us today. Hey, it's been fun, Mike.